0: This podcast is brought to you by our friends at the Nexus Recruitment Group, official Bristol City Football Club short sponsors. There is a company or brand within the group that can assist all recruitment needs across any industry to suit any budget. Head over to nexus-resources.k.uk or threepeople.k.uk for more information.
1: Hello and welcome to the bonus show of three peeps in a podcast. My name is Patch and with me as always is Matt. Matt, how are you, sir?
0: Very well, thank you, Patch. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Thank you
1: very much. You've been on the Guinness. I have. I've had a couple of Guinness. Um, I'm on the water now, though, so that I can talk some relative sense. Yeah. Um, unlike in, on Saturday, I was actually well on my way at that point. But you I were a bit to...
0: worried, weren't you? Yeah, I was. <laughs>
1: I, I, I texted you afterwards to say, yeah. did I did I slur my words at all towards the end? But I, I think no. I got away with it. You did. Um, but yeah, so we have been away to Blackburn this evening. Last night I was on uh, Rovers Chat, a YouTube channel, talking about the game and uh, really enjoyed that. I always find it quite fascinating, Matt, when, uh, when the away fans
0: know so much about our team. I have to say it was a really well put together podcast, wasn't it, that one? Um yeah. in or YouTube from from that perspective. Yeah, yeah, really good. Quite insightful. Um and actually just wanted to lo- know a huge amount about us, didn't they? So um yeah. I thought you did very well there, Patrick.
1: Thank you, mate. And um, yeah, they obviously they they want for Mara and after tonight's performance they can come having me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Harsh, uh- but yeah.
1: Yeah, well, we'll come on to that later. Um, we have got a guest this evening, a returning guest, and that is uh, Bristol Bears, Joe Joyce. Joe, how are you, sir?
2: Yeah, uh, good. Thanks, mate. Thanks for having me back again.
1: Yeah, absolute pleasure, mate. Thank you for coming on. Um, Before we crack into tonight's game, we've got some business to attend to. We've got the prize draw for um, Ollie Slim coming on on Saturday and launching his OR clothing line. So he put up a good retweet prize, well, great retweet prize, I should say, of uh, a red hoodie with a Bristol City logo on it. So I've got 71 retweets here in front of me. The name's Joe. I need you to pick a number between 1 and 71, please.
2: 'll pick number four as it's my position I'll be filled I'll give number four
1: number four and that is dear drooper is the twitter name so um I, I don't know who that actually is but um Dear Drooper, thank you very much to you and the other people that retweeted um, to raise awareness of the podcast and OR Clothing. So uh, we'll be getting your address and sending that off. So you've got uh, Joe Joyce to thank for that. So, uh, yeah, brilliant. Thank you um, again for that, Joe. So let's get on to, to tonight's game. Um, the chain, No changes, Matt, from the starting lineup, apart from a surprise one of uh, Max
0: coming in for Dan Bentley. Yeah, it looks like it's a well. It, it was he was feeling unwell. We don't know to the extent, you know, that, that is. Hopefully, it's not, um, you know, the dreaded sort of COVID-related. But um, yeah, I think he was sort of taking ill during the day. Um, so Max came in, which is as brilliant as Dan Bentley's been, and he has. But it, it doesn't worry me as it would have done perhaps in the past when you know, you know Max is coming in because I, I do feel he is a number one. Um, so I'm quite secure with that, and and obviously it meant then a, a young. Young lad on the bench, who um, I'll be completely honest to say I hadn't actually heard of. Mm. Um, is it Harvey Wiles Richards? Yeah. Um, I think we signed from Bath. So, yeah, you know, probably no, no real surprise there were no other changes from the starting lineup. Yeah. Um,
1: they all learned the shirt, didn't they, on Saturday?
0: Yeah, they did. And, and I, I quite like what Nigel Pearson said, that, you know, he, he wants to generate that competition and generate that fact that if you've got the shirt, you keep it. I guess there is still the balance though with the games coming thick and fast, isn't there? That you still got to, you know, manage the the fitness levels throughout. But yeah, no, no surprise was it?
1: Yeah, Joe. I don't know if you um, caught the game on Saturday, but it was a, a great great team performance. All sort of scoring six or more in our player ratings. Um, but going into this game tonight. Were you happy with that? Keeping that same team? I'm, I'm still not 100% sure about Wells playing out wide left, but um, that aside, yeah. were you generally happy?
2: Um, generally, yeah. I just think, it was a good result in the weekend, but I'll take into consideration of Birmingham. Are they? Off the first. Birmingham is great. And I thought Blackburn, I know Blackburn's league position is not brilliant, but you look at this. the players they got in midfield, was uh, Holtby, Johnson, both. Premiership experience and that roster, was a brilliant player, wasn't he yeah, excellent. So I probably would have put someone with more of a physical presence in midfield. It felt like L- Lansbury and Masenga a bit lightweight. Maybe a Zach in there. I know Bakerson's young, but he gets he gets he puts stuff about. But mm. saying that, we actually defended right, didn't we? So yeah, we yeah
1: it's fun. It's always a difficult one to when you, when you get a, a good away performance and, and win three 0 As you say, Birmingham are no Blackburn, but um, it must be a difficult decision to to make a change for the manager. But uh, yeah, yeah. F- fair fair point because they they were you know particularly in the first half, Blackburn were quite rapid, weren't they? They were they were getting a lot of joy down straight running straight through us at times um let's let's get on to actually get on to the minutes um into the six minutes uh douglas cross to armstrong it was a misplaced shot but matt that was a real good chance and armstrong on his day would be banging those away
0: yeah he kind of pulled off the shoulder didn't he and obviously he's not fit um or fully match fit anyway um and it looks as though he's been taking the scissors to his own hair during lockdown (laughs) <laughs> um, but, but, yeah, he's, he's normally clinical. If you remember the, the home game, he was literally shooting every time he got the ball, didn't he? He must have had about 30 shots. Um, and and it's interesting, Patch, because although, you know, we, we'll talk about the overall game, but they had a lot of possession. I didn't feel, again, overly threatened by it. I didn't mm. think they, they cut us open. You know, they had a lot of ball and we allowed it in front of us. Um, but, you know, we've got to be a little bit careful there. And, and I think um, for... For Armstrong, it always amazes me, and I suppose good players are, are able to do it, but how he then affords himself that much space and you're kind of not aware of where he is really when you know that he's their most attacking player. So, yeah.
1: Yeah, no, it's a real good chance. And um, it was what what I also found concerning as well is is that ball sort of got over the top of Callas and, yeah. um, you know, he, he was a bit caught out there. And and the last thing we want to do is go a goal down inside six minutes, isn't it, uh, Joe?
2: Yeah, it's yeah. It's happened a few times early in the game, didn't it? With uh, Armstrong losing, cast kind of went off the back uh our defenders. But we seem to recover well, don't we? Yeah. Uh, seem to react well to those situations. Yeah. Which obviously can be. <laughs> mm.
1: Okay, into the 11th minute. It was a lovely run from Sessignon, who gets into the box... Goes down, no penalty. I don't think there was any any call for a penalty, but really good work. Love you to see from Sessignon, Joe getting getting down and getting into the box. Is something that we've we've missed from a left back in in the season in particular.
2: Yeah, it is. Yeah, obviously we've had a lot of injuries at fullback. Something this season. Mm. I think we've probably seen about five, six different fullbacks. me, especially on the on the on the left side. But yeah, I think he's, he's looking bright in the last couple of games. And sometimes I feel like he's looking for a penny. Just think, just drive forward and get the ball in a box. I, I feel thought like, that, that. Yeah. Actually, he's step over too many, or it's like yeah. he's waiting for a bit of contact. And uh, I just think, just back yourself.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I actually thought that one was a corner. I thought the, the defender got a, a nick on yeah. it, but um, but yeah, you're, you're right. And it's um, it's good to see though that you have got a player that's getting into the box. I'd like to see Jack Hunt do that a bit more on the other side. Um, mm, different sort of player, I think. It's... Yeah, he obviously is. He's, he's got that bit more energy, Sess. I need to, yeah. Kind of yeah, drive in. Um, and that's
1: what you—it's what we came to expect from from Jay de Silva to some extent. Mm-hmm. Not quite getting into the box, but more guile down the left hand side. So, um, yeah, I mean, Cessonion still young. He's still got a lot to learn, and um, mm-hmm. yeah, he, he's he's going to be important for us for the rest of the rest of the season.
0: It gives us options, doesn't he, as well? but if if when you get the likes of—and I don't know whether they will be back, but Cam Pring, George Nurse. Then you've got an option for Sass to go across to the right and give a bit of competition to Jack Hunt, then, haven't you? So mm. well, and obviously
1: Riley Taylor as well was on the bench yes. tonight.
0: Yeah. Well, and Tommy Rowe will be coming back soon, won't he? So,
1: mm. yeah, lots of players coming back. Uh, mm. But I said it last night on the on the Rovers chat. I think it's critical in the next week or so or next few weeks to get Nigel Pearson nailed down because otherwise, yeah. you know, if if he's not going to be here next season who's, you know, there's a lot of experimentation to do. Lots of players coming back. he he want to see who can do what. So, yeah, it, it's uh, hopefully that gets sorted sooner rather than later. But we'll we'll come on to that again later. Yeah. Um, 20th minute and the 22nd minute, we had two free kicks, both for Blackburn, both in dangerous positions after two pacey attacks. One hits the wall and the second one is dealt with by by, by Sessignon, for which he actually took a bit of a batter and he got clattered in the back of the head there, Joe, didn't he?
2: Yeah, he did. Yeah, and I thought that was was dangerous. Like the dead ball specialists they got as well. But saying yeah. that, they didn't preach it today, did they? But
0: yeah, mm. always you expected always- more, wouldn't you? With with Johnson, um, where well, they got any number, Elliot whipped a few in this season. Yeah, you'd expect yeah. more from them. Yeah, but was,
1: they, they were they were quite they were literally uh, uh, particularly in that sort of two or three minute phase they were they were just running through us. Um, and the game was played at quite a pace tonight, Matt,
0: in that first uh, first half an hour. It was, and and quite a few sort of people on our, our group were sort of saying, you know, a bit a bit well, not even a bit, but boring and you know, not great. I actually quite enjoyed it. And the, the 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 difference for me from it being a really really good game was the ref. I thought the ref was in the first half especially bloody awful. Mm. Um he was given some ridiculous decisions and that one you've talked about with the the second free kick um Sass was fouled by Bradley Johnson and to the point where, and I don't know if you picked, I don't know what you watched on, but on Robin's TV, Casey Palmer asked Bradley Johnson, you could see him saying, and Bradley Johnson said it was a foul. And Casey Palmer said to the ref, you know, he's even admitting it. Mm. And the ref didn't see it. And then, you know, you then find out it's the first game in the championship for the referee. And I, I know they've all got to start somewhere, but mm. he was refereeing league two on Saturday and to step up then to a, you know, I suppose it's not a massive championship game, but two two relatively big teams. Mm. Um, yeah, and it, and it just sort of ruined the game a little bit for me in that first half. But you're right, it was not, not necessarily end-to-end, but there was a lot of pace to it. And yeah. in particular, I thought for us, Casey Palmer looked really, really lively again on the ball
1: absolutely 28th minute there was a great block from Mariapa um, after Callas got caught out a bit further up the field and uh, mm. that was a really important block and and, and, I, and I said again last night that Mariapa has has sort of turned around um, obviously playing out of position at left back wasn't doing him any favours he was filling in um, but he's looking really assured at, at that centre-back place with uh, with Thomas Callas and you know we've got Baker sort of wasn't on the bench tonight was he but he's he's there or there bouts would you would you look to change that matt or, or would you keep keep mariappa in if baker comes back and is
0: fit i thought callas looks a bit tired tonight so i don't know whether you can carry on playing those two i guess we've got an international break but then callas is away for that yeah i thought i thought mariappa was excellent tonight mm. um probably his best game for us um and it was interesting that um reg said on the commentary that you Know when he came to us, he was being played out of position, which we all knew, but we could see straight away he shouldn't have been playing left back, yeah. Um, and I think you're seeing, you know, now you would be looking to sign him for next season because he does look an absolute, you know, option within the, the team, doesn't he? So, yeah. yeah, I thought he was excellent tonight. And Joe, with that question to you, would you,
1: with with Mariapa playing well, Calas? probably won't be dropped as club captain and Baker potentially coming back as well. Would you think that Pearson might experiment with going back to a sort of 3-5-2 and having Sessignon as a wing-back and maybe Calamo O'Dowd as a wing-back on the other side?
2: Um, I think it would help as well. But if, if we add to like Jade Silverfit as well, would that stop um, Wells playing on the wing as well? So how's you how what position would he play with the wing backs? Would he have two well, wingers I, as well, or two cams, or two strikers? You don't know. There's a few things you could do in there. Yeah, but, I mean,
1: uh, I, I I would go I would go three five two and have Wells and Gigi up up top, um, with with Palmer up, yeah. Palmer in behind and then Semenyo as an impact impact yeah. player potentially but it's not it's all options that, yeah. that, it, that in a competitive championship game where we've got nothing to play for now, it gives Pearson chance to see what, what that looks like um, but yeah, it, it is all options but uh, yeah, Mariapa but is, is happening Go on. What I like
2: about that, I think when you do play with three centre-backs and wing-backs, you need the two centre-backs, either side of the middle man, they've got to be able to play out from the back a bit, they've got to yeah. have decent feet and I think if that Mariapa plays on the right side, whatever, left side, he can play a bit, can't he? Left back was too much for him, but he can mm. play the ball out. And if Baker sits in the middle, he does a kicking kick and shouting. And <laughs> Kallit's kind of going to play out a little bit as well, can't he? So,
1: yeah. We well, have
2: yeah. got backs around Baker that can start attacks on the back. So, it's not yeah. the end of the road.
1: Yeah, it's good options. Um, 31st minute, Matt. I've put terrible referee. Yeah. Uh, foul was given against Semenya which was never
0: a foul he never won a won million ball, years
1: won the ball clean and we were away and play was
0: stopped yeah it was a, a really good I mean they talk about the triggers don't they when to press and I'm sure it's similar in, certainly in, it's a trigger for me yeah I'm, I'm sure it's the same in, in, in Joe's um, household sport, you, know, you, you know when to when to make your moves and stuff and I thought he timed it perfectly Antoine and, and just couldn't see uh, again maybe may it's experience in the higher up the leagues you go, the players are a little bit more professional and the, and the bloke bought the free kick, but it, it was never a free kick in a million years and, you know, we, we would have been away then. Mm.
1: Yeah, 38th minute, Semenyo, um should have been feeding Wells, but he opts to take it on and gets a shot away, but not on target. I think for me, Matt, there was a, an option there to feed Wells through rather than sort of taking it around to the left and, and then whipping that shot in. Um, do you think that was the case?
0: Yeah, I think tonight Antoine was... I don't mean he's gone backwards, but he was playing like he played six weeks ago mm. where he didn't make the right decision. He, he took a couple of shots. He did one in the second half yeah, um, where it was kind of back to the Antoine going for percentages that was not really on. Um, so yeah, a little, little bit of a shame. And, and again, maybe more so in the mind, but he just looked a little bit tired tonight, Antoine. So he was one potentially you could have looked to rest. Yeah, um, and wouldn't surprise me if the weekend he was rested
1: and drawing trans drawing uh you know transitions from from football to rugby joe th- is it something that comes with just with getting more and more games competitive games under your belt that sort of decision making and and uh you know being able to, to take in all the factors around you to make those correct decisions
2: yeah massively that's it only comes with games but i do think if you're sure Stuart Pierce
0: well, he was alright <laughs> we, yeah we could do with Stuart Pierce yeah I think
2: left, if you're Pearson though you've got to get the, the right mix I don't think you can throw too many young players in there yeah. and say oh they'll get better with experience and stuff I think you've got to play a few tripping jabs and a few but I do think it's about time now that one starts showing that consistency yeah. and putting the ball in the back of the net a bit more often because you've seen how dangerous he is and he does look dangerous doesn't he Mm. Every time he gets it looks dangerous. Yeah, But I think it's been a lot this season now. I do think you, as a fan now, you want to start seeing it now, don't you?
1: Yeah. I mean, it shows great confidence in one way, Matt, that he is willing to take it on and try and get the shot away. But you've got to know when a, a much more experienced goal scorer is in a better position than you.
0: Yeah, exactly. And and just, just again, I mean, there was one... Sort of in the second half, where he just needed to either get a shot away, close down brilliantly, get the shot away, or lay the right pass into Fomara, and he didn't. In, like I said, may, maybe it was just a bit of a tired mind tonight, um, but I just felt he didn't, he didn't make the right decisions tonight. He was yeah. a, a little bit kind of wasteful, and I'd like to see him in the summer. I'd like to see someone have a, a little word with him and get him to get a little bit more nasty. Um, you know, he, he, he's kind of quite a nice guy, isn't he? And he sort of, you know, he, he smiles at the ref and stuff like that. I'd like to see him get a little bit more physical in his game. Oh, okay. Right. Uh, <laughs> it, it went like that, was it? <laughs> oh. <Ooh. laughs> like uh, sort of carry on movie. Yeah.
1: I turned into, uh, what's <laughs> yeah. his name? Ken Williams, from.
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> That's it. Uh, 40th minute. Great tackle from Casey Palmer that the tackle ultimately leads to, to Naki Wells having a, having a chance to get a shot away, but it was disappointing. You you expect so much more. And me, was me just bigging up Naki Wells saying that Semenyo should have sort of set him off, but um he shot from sort of 20 yards, Matt, wasn't it? And it was just, uh, yeah, it was never going to go in. Just dragged
0: it, didn't he? Yeah. yeah. He just dragged it. And and again, I, I know, I know, and people must get bored because I do sound like a massive sort of Casey Palmer fan, but I, which I am. But I thought his fitness and his work rate and running today was incredible. And he was making tackles like that and then sort of driving forward. And you just get, a, I mean, it would, it would pee me off a little bit. You make a tackle like that, you pass it off. He po- pulled to the side and could have got a knock back. But Naki didn't even hit the target from, mm-hmm. like you said, 20 yards out. It wasn't, you know, he had the whole goal to aim at, didn't
1: he? Yeah. Yeah, forty um, first minute, Joe. Uh, the last sort of action of the first half was a good save from Max O'Leary. And I going into the start of the game, I saw Bentley was injured, and then Max was coming in. It didn't. I I wasn't concerned at all because he's a ready made number one. Yeah,
2: yes, yeah, he's not let us down once, has he at all? Really. Oh, no. too fair. When I think of Max, I probably think of his, his performance against Aston Villa. That it last yeah. year ago. Yeah. He was uh, amazing.
0: Yeah, two, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, but, um, that was awesome. Away at Villa, wasn't it?
2: Yeah, it's loan spell to was it Shrewsbury? It's not yeah, a bad. I said about him by Shrewsbury fans, like we do well. And if I was Max now, for the only thing I keep because he's homegrown. He probably wants to be here. Mm. But I think once you become a number one, most keepers want to go, don't they? Especially at his age now. So it's going to be difficult. Obviously, bench is has uh, been unbelievable for us as well. So it's 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 good cool to be in, but you don't want you almost want your t- number two getting too good. So he goes.
0: Oh, yeah, true. Yeah, we asked you wonder wonder about Bent's in the summer, though. That there was, there's bound to be interest in Bentley in the summer, isn't there? Yeah,
1: yeah, absolutely. Um, We asked Tinian about this, didn't we? Um, uh, Matt, and sort of said to him, with that, with there being no reserve games, um, in in the new new modern football, um, Max is only getting games in the cup. When's he going to get another game? But interestingly enough, he was in the under 23s, wasn't he, the other day?
0: Yeah. Yeah, so, uh, but it's not it's not gonna be the same, is it? Is you know play, playing under 23s, yes, it's competitive, but there's there's not enough on it care. to you know to mm. to make you feel the same, is there?
1: Yeah, but um yeah, certainly didn't let us down again this evening and a clean sheet for him. Yeah. Um so a couple of halftime tweets we had in, uh one from Lee Granger, get well central. Amen to that. Take fam off and get Kalamo in the position. Wells is being asked to play. Much more dynamic, it would be, if we did that. Um, Rob Blamey, dreadful pitch, dreadful game. We don't look at it at all. Um, as the half wore on, we seem to make them better by just becoming even poorer than them. Hunt's distribution atrocious. Ref is fussy. We also seem to want the time waste from the off. Totally peed off with the players constantly getting away with pathetic Antics of kicking, throwing the ball away. Semenyo, the biggest culprit so far. I, I, I didn't see a lot of that. If I'm completely honest, I, I didn't. All positive s- then. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. What do you think about that, Matt? Because Rob's usually spot on, but I
0: can't remember seeing seeing much of the sort of you know kicking the ball away and stuff i i can recall once where antoine picked the ball up after a free kick being given against him and and walked away which is is common practice in football i mean again you know with with joe being on you don't see that sort of thing in rugby you you know and maybe i I miss it but it doesn't feel like you get that same kind of antics in you know balls being kicked away and stuff like that yeah he's right about the ref the ref was incredibly Mm. fussy um I agreed with, I think was it James on our WhatsApp group? I I didn't think we'd played that badly. I I quite enjoyed it again. Mm. I would have liked to have seen us being a, a little bit more, but it this was a different performance than some of the other performances we've seen this season where it'd been nil-nil half time and we'd had the you know the lion's share of possession against us. I yeah. didn't feel like that. I didn't feel they were sort of carving us open, but yeah, you're right. It wasn't um I, I didn't see the, the, the time wasting that Rob was talking about. Yeah.
1: And that, that first sort of chance aside from Armstrong, where, you know, yep. it was him versus Max O'Leary, apart from yep. that, we weren't really troubled. And well, the, the, the last game. one,
0: wasn't it? Like you said, just the, the end one where he sort of saved low down yeah. to his, his near post. And he'd have been disappointed if he'd been beaten with that. But yeah, I didn't, you know, Absolutely. we didn't work their keepers, the only difference. I don't think we had a shot on target, did we, in the first half?
1: No. Okay, um, into the second half, 46 minute. There was a, a, an opportunity for Semenyo to set Fami up, but it was a poor pass. But great pe- great pressing from Antoine Semenyo nonetheless, Matt.
0: Yeah, very good. Um, but like you say, it, it was just a simple five-yard pass across, wasn't it? it mm. I actually thought he should have got a shot away. And then when I looked at it back on, on Robin's TV, the defender did come across. But it, it was one where you sort of felt, we did the hard part with the press, making them make the mistake. And we still didn't get a shot away, you know. And that—that's—that's that's the disappointment for me.
1: Yeah, and um, for you, Joe, for Giju is is an important player for us. But in that, in that, in these last couple of months, he's blown hot and cold, and he was definitely cold this evening. And you know, he'd have been should have been screaming for that ball. I I didn't see that he was. He just didn't seem to be up for it this evening, did he?
2: I. I think for Mara, I agree with you. He's really important for us. And there's almost like, almost you think, oh, you didn't want him playing. You, know, you notice how important he is to us when well, he do not play, don't you? Yeah. But I, I I do think one in three, four games, um, his first touch looks off it. Yeah. Big time. Might have been yeah. a pitch tonight, but in one of four games, his, his touch would be off it big time. And he looks a bit lacklustre. And I think tonight was that one in four. Yeah.
1: Right? If
2: he... If he but at the same time, you mentioned about uh, Antoine's pressing. Like he created that opportunity for his for himself yeah. with a bad pass. But I think I think there's only two goals he's had have been deflections from his pressing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, uh, he's one of the best pressers around. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> well, they said, didn't it? It was nearly another Antoine goal. But yeah. um, I, I I interested Joe just in state of the state of the pitch. They don't have rugby on that yeah, pitch, do they? They do. They do do they? I didn't yeah. know it was that played there. But it,
2: if they do, it would be rugby league. but it would not be any rugby union. <laughs> right.
0: Yeah, yeah, they said they said on
1: the commentary about the rugby. So I assume it's yeah, but I yeah, didn't
0: well r- I thought rugby. they were referencing how good our pitch was with rugby on it still.
1: Oh, okay. Maybe I, I am. Yeah, maybe I misconstrued that's, that. That's
0: what I thought. Um, because I mean it was bloody dreadful, wasn't it? For yeah. you know, what should be a you know, I mean, obviously they're an ex-prem team. Um, I can get over and it. it did, it does definitely impact it. But yeah, for me tonight with Famara and and I, I put it in our group, you know, when I see Casey doing the press like he was and, and Mackie Wells at times for Mara, I know he's a bigger bloke, but he doesn't have that in his game necessarily. And I think you end up then kind of not getting what you want out of it. And there were times in the second half where he is literally just walking around in the middle of the pitch. And you, you just can't have that. You know, if you want to play that high press and that intensity, they've all got to be up for it. And unfortunately for me, he, he just wasn't today.
1: Yeah. No, it's a strange one. Uh, not just looking forward to the ratings later. Fiftieth uh, minute, the Blackburn keeper gets caught out, and Wells smells blood. And it's it's just like a boxing match, isn't it? When it when the keeper cocks up, and the the striker sort of smells blood, it's just like trying to get that knockout blow to get the ball off him and, and put it in the net. But to be fair to the keeper, he did sort of shield the ball well and and clear. But then it falls to Fami, and you think we're, there's still a chance. And he just sort of gets the byline and drills it across the, the face of the goal mat. I wasn't quite sure what that decision making was about.
0: Well, again, we didn't get get a shot away from a, a good a good press. We forced mm. the mistake and nothing came of it. And yeah, it was um, I think even um, Rennie said you know it's frustrating to to do the first part so well and not end up with at least getting a shot on target
1: yeah so 61st minute Masengo feeds Wells who gains yards crosses to Semenyo who shoots on target but saved that was um you know a notable point in the second half Joe it was a it was a shot on target Semenyo obviously getting it on target is half the battle but then getting either side of the keeper
0: unfortunately it was straight at the keeper. was that the Palmer one where yeah it was Palmer I think Naki Wells went racing down the left hand side and pulled it across and he uh half volley yeah it was Palmer
1: oh was it Palmer apologies yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah um but yeah none, nonetheless it's a shot it's a shot on target yeah. but I've said it before I don't want to see wells getting the crosses in I want to see him in the position that Palmer was uh because he's gonna find the corners but you know yeah. nonetheless but great great pressing throughout the game um from masengo for me who who've, who had a great game and it was him that set that up
2: yeah i think I've been probably a critic of uh saying goals. I look at him and think, do you create goals? No. Do you score goals? No. Your physical presence? No. Are you box-to-box? I think, no. But he is tidy and neat on the ball, isn't he? And he's young. And you could tell there's some up there. Yeah. Mm. I just think the last couple of games, he's been busy and he's been in, involved. And he's uh, getting the ball back, pressing. He's starting attacks. So... I feel yeah. like the last couple of games, I'm seeing like an identity to him. You know what I mean? I'm seeing something because the centre midfielders, they've always they've all got something, can't they? Yeah. And I sure in terms of his presence,
1: yeah. In terms of his presence, I think he's growing into into himself. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, compared to sort of two seasons ago when he joined, he's definitely put on a bit more bulk, um, and has got that ret- ball retention has gone up a notch as well. But Matt, for you, how does Masengo sort of differ from like a Liam Walsh?
0: Um, I mean, he, he can play. Um, I think Liam Walsh is is, is probably technically a, a better player and um, will have more of an eye for a pass. But I, I agree with Joe. I think the last two games, he's shown what he can be. Um, I thought his energy tonight, he, 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 I'll go early. He was my man of the match tonight. I thought he was, he was excellent. He was nonstop. Um, his energy levels tonight were superb. Um, so yeah, it, but he now needs to, to show that. And I think, um, Nigel Pearson can see now what he can do. It's interesting that, that Tyreek's out of the equation at the moment. And he? Mm-hmm. he had that one bad kind of 20 minute spell. And now Han Noah has taken the, the advantage of it. So yeah, I, I, I'd be looking to keep Han Noah in the side with Liam Walsh.
1: Yeah, no, it'd be interesting, wouldn't it? Um, Okay, so then we had a couple of changes. So Lansbury coming off on the 64th minute for Liam Walsh and Naki Wells coming off for Calum O'Dayda, so a double substitution. And with O'Dayda coming on for Wells, I honestly thought, and we did see a step up in speed um, and threat, Joe, didn't we?
2: Yeah, I think you've got players playing in a natural position. There's natural pace and width in, a, in Callum in there. And I think uh, I like Walsh to on. He, you could tell he's a quality player, can't you? He's just, when he's on the ball, he looks so comfortable. And uh, there's a small lad, but he looks strong. Like when he gets, I don't get the same I know we're praising go but I don't get the same feeling I get when Mosenga and Walsh gets When Walsh gets the ball, I think he can whip it top bins, he can create a goal, he can do something straight away. So I I do get that excitement when Walsh is playing. I probably wouldn't play Walsh and Masengo together though. I still think it's too lightweight and too attacking. But yeah, I do get excited when Walsh is on is on the ball.
1: Walsh is definitely more forward-looking than than Musengo and is capable, yeah. as you say, of, yeah. the, of a more a baller, accurate really. pass. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it's 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 interesting, and I say it, it's it's really going to be interesting to see how he juggles those players. So Viner. Walsh, Masango, Lansbury Nash, he seems to like yeah. Lansbury, Backinson. There's mm. six, or seven, yeah, six or seven. Once yeah, six or seven players in there that he needs to work out who he wants to keep, who he wants to move on, how he wants to play next season. Um, but obviously, no point if you're not if you're not hanging around. So was was Tyreek on the bench tonight? I didn't yesn't didn't see that you yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, he yeah. was. Um and, and Lansbury coming off, Matt again you know he's, he's still still got a lot to do to prove his his worth and and a deal next season for, for me um but probably better he was probably better on saturday uh
0: and and tonight just did the basics well i think didn't he it, yeah he had more influence saturday i, I guess tonight and I, I joked about it, didn't I, in the WhatsApp group saying, you know, wait until we bring him on at half time because I just <laughs> didn't notice him in the first half. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. That sometimes means, you know, you, you're doing your job, you're holding your shape and your position. But, you know, he didn't have any of those eye-catching passes tonight, did he? He didn't sort of find anything of any range at all. And, you know, I don't think he was poor necessarily, but I don't think he really did anything offensively for us tonight, but maybe, you know, maybe that wasn't the job he was doing. Maybe he was being asked to sit in, um, you know, and, and as I say, he didn't get noticed. I think, I think he does keep his shape quite well. Um, Disciplined. Yeah. Yeah. I think he is, but, but on all things being in with the, the, the players we've got in midfield and assuming that Walsh signs and you've got, Will- I mean, we haven't even talked about Williams, you know, we said about the options, but oh, when Williams comes
1: back, who knows when that'll be.
0: Yeah but on that basis I'm I'm not signing Lansbury with mm. what I'm seeing at the moment you know and he's obviously going to be on good money yeah um and and I expect more from a player with his pedigree is is yeah. kind of the point I made earlier on
1: does that ever happen in rugby joe I don't not, not ask you to call out specific players but but players that have got that reputation of being able to to do something like lansbury of pick a pass um drive forward shoot Free kicks, all that sort of stuff. That they come in with that level of expectation, and it just doesn't happen for them for one reason or another. Like, Chris, uh, like, like Chris Brunt as well.
2: Um, when when Steve Alexander first got involved with us, first I put money in when we did in Champ Bottom Prem. Probably similar thing. You sign people with, end their career. Um, but for, for, for Henry Lansbury, I thought it was strange signing like, to begin with. You mm. think I know is not really old, but he's on the decline, isn't he? Yeah. Um. He's gonna be on. he probably be the highest paid player in that in that midfield from where he's come from. Mm. Been at the Arsenal. Been at Villa for years. There's quality players from the academy coming through in that position. There's quality players at the club now. In that position, decent age, I think it halters their development. It's probably worth halting players' development if you're gonna get instant reward. But I don't think you're getting instant reward for Harry Lansbury. No, especially when it's so short term as well, a six-month contract. Mm-hmm. I don't see the massive benefits in it. And I That's think in great. rugby, rugby terms, I've probably seen that where players come in when you first had the money, probably come for the wrong reasons. I'm not saying Henry comes from reasons, I don't know, but mm-hmm. in rugby world, I've seen people come in for the wrong reasons. They pass their best, they don't give everything, the last, and then it halters. Someone coming through at a time, someone like myself or someone like Callum Sheedy, who now has proved how good he is. He's been for Wales now. So he uh, did do see it in rugby. i not saying sure that's the case with um, Henry Lansbury, but mm. I do feel it was a strange one, especially we've got so much quality coming through in that position.
1: And that's, that's that's a really good point because now that we aren't going up, we aren't going down, we should be giving some of it, some exposure and some some game time in the championship to some of these players, Matt, that are coming through that we, that we hear
0: so much about. Yeah, hundred um, percent. You know, I'd, I'd like to see the the likes of Sam Bell and Pearson given, you know, some some minutes now going forward. I, I would have quite liked, and I know, you know, we talk about Famara quite often with the the defensive aspects, and I and I do get that, but I'd like to have seen Sam Bell come on for for 10, 15 minutes at the end, and then just show the energy. You know, Blackburn brought on took off their top scorer in Armstrong and brought on that young lad Dolan and um, a couple of others. Yeah, I'd, I'd just like to see us given a chance and and. You know maybe nigel pearson will do that i think like joe said you've got to be a little bit careful that the mix that you've got mm. um and nigel pearsons also said i you, you you can't just chuck youngsters in and almost hope for the best you don't want them to come in and, and suffer as a result so there is the balance with it but for for me i think Lansbury's attitude seems seems good you know i can't can't fault him for that um but i just you know as i say i it is age the money's on um i think there would be better options if we wanted additional midfield bodies in in the team i don't you know i wouldn't be looking to sign him in the summer yeah
1: and and i, I agree um sort of 70 minutes in you can see that it's not Fami's day yeah. um why not why not throw sam bell on i know i know Fami did get a chance towards the end and and did take it well keeper saved it but uh but yeah no, it's, I was it's, a little it's, it's bit surprised
0: fun. it and I haven't seen anything, I don't know if, if you guys have, but that Marley Watkins didn't make the bench. And, and don't get me wrong, I'm not a massive Marley Watkins fan as everyone knows who listens, but I thought he did well for the, the 10 minutes he was on on the weekend. And he's probably, with Chris Martin being out, the only physical presence that we've got. Well, experienced could, striker, yeah, you could say. But but gives you that physical threat where Sam Bell and mm. Sam Pearson aren't going to do that, are they? No. So I thought he might have gone for that, but you know, maybe, again, you don't know if he suffered a, um. A, yeah, and something on the the back of the weekend because his first game back. So, so
1: um obviously Kalimodida did come on, and mm. so I've got this written down as this was Palmer's shot. So it was the it was across um, from Casey from Dida and he set up Casey Palmer for a shot that was saved. So I, I'm going to.
0: You might be right there, Patch. Then I'm yeah, going to stick apologize. with so my. Yeah, yeah, the half volley. That's. I did say the half volley. I thought that was the Wells one where he raced down the side. You're right. I'm going to stick with my
1: note taking as being 100 correct. <laughs> um, Rather
0: but, than mine, just off the top of my head. Yeah, yeah. yeah thanks.
1: Thank you. Um, but yeah, no, it was Beth. it was good to see, and it was Callum Dowder uh, having an, an immediate impact, like he did, uh, like he did um, on on Saturday.
0: Yeah. Yeah, he's um. Like again, like Joe said, it is players in the right position, isn't it? He? He's, he's naturally left-footed, he's got that little bit, of, you know, or well, not little bit. He's got a, a, a nice pace about him, um, and it was a really good move. And actually, Casey probably caught it too well, didn't he? It was mm. great technique, and just just caught it too well. But Callum Callum
1: looks almost already back to his best, Joe. And, uh, you know, that that game, I think it was at QPR, where he sort of went around the world, knocked it past him and then ran around, you know, and then he got injured. It was such a blow because he was on fire at that point and he's not far off getting back up to pace.
2: Yeah, I think someone like Callum, he's obviously a natural athlete, isn't he? Like when you see you put him in second midfield and that run he went on. He looked he look like he run all day. He'd like to play another 90 after the, after the final whistle. So I think players come back from injury, like Callum, I know it's been so long. I think they take to a lot a lot easier. So they're obviously naturally fit. Mm. Natu- natural pace. And yeah, it was a shame he got injured because I, I, I did really like him in the middle. We played mm. with the five at the back, three in the middle. I liked it when Callum's in the middle because he's energetic, when not he? Similar yeah. to Wyman as well. I liked Wyman in the middle because he's just yeah. so busy. Yeah. Yeah, it's a lot
1: of energy to take out of the team when you lose, yeah. uh, you know, Vimmer v- v- and Odada. A um, couple of substitutions: Viner on for Palmer, Matt and Naj on for Semenyo. What do you think of those?
0: I didn't get the Palmer one. I've got to be honest, because again, I thought he was our, our most likely gold threat, um, and I, I would, minute. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have gone there. Um, but then, like someone said, it could very well be. You know, he wanted to keep him for the weekend, or. Um, you know you, you don't know whether he he indicated a knock or anything but mm. you know for me i would have gone callum um coming on um like we did and i would have moved naki into the middle and um, famara coming off and and seeing how it developed but yeah that surprised me a little bit zach coming in you know you, you know what you're going to get with Zach. he's he's i'm not he's not totally defensive minded but he's solid in there he? and he's a bit more of a physical presence in there so I could kind of see it, but uh, yeah, not not for Palmer for me.
1: And, and Semenyo coming off for Naj as well was a bit strange for me. It's nil-nil, bring off Semenyo, you bring off Palmer and you put on Viner and Naj. I, I didn't quite get that, Joe.
2: I just think yeah, it's just, it's fourth, is that his fourth away game? He's yeah. got three wins with from him. Today, we didn't look like scoring really, did we? I just he think was. He, he was happy with the point. I, I thought the Palmer thing was strange as well. and um, I thought he just got booked, didn't he? Before he came off, and yeah, when he
0: did, he did get booked, didn't he? Yeah, I, I, he did. Yeah.
2: And when Palmer, Palmer goes into challenges, it's not natural to it, is he? He does. Yeah. He looks a bit clumsy before he's in. Would you like to see sometimes? Because I thought Palmer's biggest work on. is he been here? And the talent was always there. It was when it was off the ball, when he's on the ball, you think brilliant. When he's mm. off the ball, I think that's probably why I just didn't pick him. But off the ball tonight, he's running brilliant. around pressing exactly, and I thought he was wicked.
0: Yeah, it was excellent. But you're right. I don't. <clears throat> I didn't see the booking, and that that may very well have come into it. You're right, Joe. Yeah,
2: it's gotta be. I thought he's brilliant. Yeah. Hmm.
0: Okay. Um. 85th minute. It was out of nowhere,
1: really. That Fami had a shot. I don't. <laughs> I don't know if you guys can help me, but I literally just saw Fami have a shot. The keeper sort of make a have a little bit of a flap at it, push it onto the post. Yeah, it could have gone anywhere, but he went on the post, um, and went out. Matt, did
0: you see how that sort of came about? I can't remember it. Like I remember the shot. I can't remember how it developed. I don't know if it was a a Walsh pass into him, Um, or again. I think I think it was from a press, and I think it was again. It was, wasn't it? Yeah, and the the ball broke. Um, The first time of looking at it, I thought, "Oh, great effort by Fam." And I thought Fam's shot had hit the post. Yeah. Then when you looked at it, actually, it was straight down the middle of the goal, and the keeper. Yeah, the the keeper made a real mill out of it, didn't he? Um, It wasn't straight down the middle. To be fair, it moved a little bit, but. You know, again, mate. You know, it's, it's difficult to be too critical because he's he's quite from distance. He's taken it early. He's hit the target. You know, it could easily have been a winner, couldn't it?
1: Absolutely. And then what what really annoyed me um, in the last the last minute, Joe, is you get a free kick in a dangerous possession. Yeah. Calum O'Dowd, who we've just been praising for twenty five minutes. Uh, you know, has, has come on and, and done well, and just doesn't clear the first defender. That's just a cardinal sin for me.
2: Yeah, criminal, is it? Especially when you don't have many chances as well with a few minutes. You did it in a corner as well, we've mm-hmm. noticed. You just get the born a box, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. There's not one on left, probably your last chance. Just get it. Even if you float it in there, don't have to whip it in there and just float it in there and you didn't know what can happen. So yeah, that always that always does matter things that happens, but
1: yeah, and like yeah. even the corners as well tonight. I, I, I put I, I said to, to, to someone, you know, I, I remember when corners meant, you know, fifty percent, sixty percent chance of a goal. But now, unless Casey Palmer Palmer's taken it and trying to shoot, I've got little confidence that we're going to score.
2: Yeah. Get even print back.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. But it does, I mean, it did make me laugh when, um, again, on Robin's TV, they, they had one corner routine where you had sort of Kalas, I don't know whoever else it was, Marriott, but all on the edge of the area And they saw it. It, it. Toby said something like, oh, we are the, the sort of free kick routine they've been working on. And it looks an absolute bloody shambles. You're thinking there's just <laughs> no way they've worked on this. But yeah, you're right, Patch. We don't seem to, unless Casey's kind of whipping one under the bar and almost going for a shot. And even that percentage-wise, is that really, you know, what what you want to see is a a corner whipped in.
1: Yeah, on target. Not
0: not near post, but six-yard box, yeah, yeah, that you can attack in. We don't ever do anything where we can attack, do we?
1: And that free kick, you know, whip it in on target, and then if no one touches it, and the keeper's deceived. It goes in the far post, which you've to seen be, happen so many times.
0: To be fair to Callum, Sass had a couple in the first half, didn't he? I mean, mm. we, we joked about it saying that, he, you know, he's obviously been learning from Jack Hunt with his free kicks, but a dead ball delivery is pretty shocking, isn't it? You know, all, all over the pitch, really.
1: Yeah. Yeah, something definitely to be worked on there. Yeah. Okay, so, nil-nil. <laughs> I said last night I just wanted to be entertained. I... I I guess I was in patches, but nowhere near the levels I, I want to be uh, on a Wednesday night in the middle of a pandemic. Uh So yeah, disappointing evening for me all in all Matt.
0: Yeah, I did. I didn't find it um really dull. I mean, again, I don't, I don't know what the final stats were in terms of our possession. I think at halftime it was what? 72, 28. Mm. Um, so, you know, I've, we've said on here before, haven't I mean, we? Stats don't
1: 74 always... 26.
0: What overall was it? Yep. Yeah. Um, you know, you say stats don't always tell the picture, but, you know, when you've got that much against you possession wise, you are up against it a little bit, aren't you? So, yeah, it, it was a defensive performance. But I, again, I didn't feel like they really threatened us that much. They did look like a side that were, you know, not, not high on confidence, which is why I was a little bit disappointed that we did seem to settle for a point fairly early on you know we didn't didn't seem to really go for it which in our position you know it doesn't look like we're gonna get dragged into anything you felt you could have gone a little bit more gung-ho um but I didn't yeah I wouldn't is it wasn't a game that I would have switched off whereas early on in the season there were a number of them where I'd have been on my phone thinking god almighty this is just dreadful so yeah you're
1: right you're right because obviously it was nil-nil um I was still well heavily invested in the yeah. the fact that we could get a goal out of nothing and that almost came with that that chance for for
0: Famara. And, but and you've got uh, to look at the positives clean sheet is a point away from home which you know and you pick up wouldn't you that's what they talk about you win your home games mm. pick out your points away it's just the fact our home form is so bloody dreadful that yeah. you know we expect to win don't we so well, that leaves
1: us in 13th place um we're actually QPR Stoke and Millwall are all on the same number of points and Millwall are in 10th so we're all on 49. Right. So you know it's it's still looking like a top half finish is is well achievable. Um I think that's what we've got to aim for now isn't it is just get getting in that sort of that second second bunch after the playoff. Yeah. contenders. Yeah. yeah. Okay, um Matt, do you want to take us through the ratings? And then uh, Joe, if you disagree um or want to challenge Matt in any way, I certainly yep. will.
0: Jump in, yeah. Um so Max O'Leary, so again, six six being our, our sort of benchmark. Um Max was really solid. He he did his job tonight. I don't I don't genuinely don't think he had much to do in terms of saves. The one that he saved in the first half you'd expect. So I can't really go above the six because he, he did what I would expect. Um
1: yeah, and, and I think six maybe with a with a with a, a plus because he's sort of coming. He don't, I don't know when he when he found out he was going to be playing, yeah. but I just love it that he's ready to go. And yeah. any any like ninety percent of fans would not have been worried that Dan Bentley wasn't in goal, even though he's been our player of the season <laughs> so far. That says so much for Max O'Leary, doesn't it?
0: Yeah, it does. And his kicking's excellent, isn't it? He, mm. he really gets some length on it. But yeah, it's not you know. Um, like you said, I, I just don't think he had that there was have nothing chance he, to shine, did he? No, there was nothing really that was it at him that you wouldn't have expected him to save, but he was comfortable coming for crosses, wasn't he? There was one I think where he kind of went to punch it and it kind of went out a little bit for a corner and what have you. But yeah, no, I thought he was he was solid, wasn't he? Mm. Um two full backs, i go uh, again probably goes go back to something that Joe said earlier on about Hanoa Noah, you know, in, in terms of, of M product, I think they both defended quite well, although I still get a little bit fearful that we get dragged in. Um, and we got caught a couple of times, but going forward, I'm not sure we did enough. So I don't want to be critical. So I'll go two sixes for them as well. They, they, they did okay. Maybe I'd expect slightly more. So if I was feeling really negative, I might go sort of two fives, but, um, I think two sixes, I don't. I don't think either Jack Hunt or Sess did, did anything majorly wrong or, uh, yeah. OK. Um, Centre backs, obviously Thomas Callis got caught out early on. And then there was another one in the second half where he, um, I think it was Gallagher, no Holtby, it was Holtby, where, where he sort of dragged the ball, was flicked into him by Buckley, I think it was. And it was a great first touch. And then Callas kind of went to ground, and I thought I didn't know why he went to ground for it, and whether he was expecting a shot across the along the box in, as it was at the side netting. But I think I think Mariappa out the two tonight was the more solid. Mm. I felt um, so I'm probably going to go six for for Callas because yes, all right, Armstrong put off the back of him, but you give him give the striker credit. He didn't really do anything else wrong, so I'll give six Callas, but I'll give seven Mariapple. I thought Mariappa had a really solid performance tonight. Yep, first. Yep. Um, middle of the pitch, so Han Noah was my man of the match. Um, I thought he he ran his absolute legs off. Um, I I do agree with what Joe's saying. I think he he needs to now decide what he is. Is he going to be box to box? It, it's it's funny in it because he he actually was the most f- sort of furthest forward, and a lot of the time in the second half, he was the one challenging the keeper, wouldn't he? So you know, yeah. for a, 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 a menu type goal. But it, it, his energy seemed to be there tonight. And I don't know what's changed because, and again, maybe it's games. Maybe it's playing a runner games and, and, and you sort of pick up that match fitness. But yeah, I thought I thought it was a really all-energy performance. I'll, what do I go? Do I go seven or eight? Um, I'm probably going to go seven with, with the asterisk for Man of the Match because, again, you look at it and go, but what, what was there in terms of end product from that point of view? Yes, he kind of cut a few things out. He was tidy with it. Um, so yeah, I will go seven, but I wouldn't argue against an eight. I would argue against a six.
1: Yeah, um, okay. I think that's fair. I, yeah. I I think, yeah, in my head I'm thinking I'm trying to justify an eight, but I can't really. Yeah. So yeah, I agree La- with
0: you. Lansbury, um I've said it. I i expect more from from what we've got, and I didn't see that as so it's a five for me for Lansbury. Um, yeah, you I know, don't don't mean to be overcritical and I'm starting to He's starting to become my Jack Hunt, but I'm not going to start a Lansbury fan club, just to be clear. But um, yeah, I I expected a little bit more from him and and didn't see that tonight. So it's a, it's a five for me for him. Um, And then the the three across um, Antoine, it's the difficult one with Antoine because he, he does carry that threat and, and he, you know, again, he was pressing, he got into a number of good opportunities, but again, his decision-making today had slipped. So, I think probably six weeks ago, I might have been saying six because that's where I am with him. But actually, I think he's improved enough that I thought he slipped below what I'd expect from him now. So it was a five for me. Um, probably as an asterisk because I think he was better than Lansbury's five. But um, yeah, I just still expect a bit more from him from that. Okay. Casey Palmer, I thought was excellent. Certainly in the first half, I thought his press, um, he got on the ball I think the very first thing he did, he he could have set Semenya away and he didn't. He kind of played it inside rather than outside. But other than that, I thought he was really, really good. Um, again, I'm not going to go an eight because, um, you know, I, I didn't find Noah, so it's a seven for me for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Naki, it's just so difficult with Naki because he isn't being played in the position that he wants to play and that we know, all of us know, his best position. <clears throat> but you've also got to go... He still put a shift in, didn't he? His work rate. There was one in the second half, I think, where he's the one making the headed clearance, I think, in our penalty area. Mm. Um, so his attitude seems to be an awful lot better, and he does seem to be playing for the team. Um, and you know, again, I I want to kind of rate him as a striker and down the middle, which is where he should be. Um, so I'm I'm gonna allow him sort of the fact he's playing out of position and we we talk about square. Of yeah, rain pegs and rain holes. So I'm going to give him a six. So I don't. I don't think it was a poor performance. I just don't think it's where he wants to play. Mm-hmm. Um, and then up front from Fomara, I expect better than I got from Fomara tonight. I thought his touch wasn't what it was. I thought his energy wasn't really there. Yes, he had a shot, um, and people will say, yeah, but he's up front on his own. But it's not like he was getting battered by the centre halves. And when the ball comes into him, he just wasn't controlling it and laying it off. And there were a couple of times where. When he did get it, there was one in particular in the first half. He just had to play a ball inside and, and completely fluffed it. So he was rarely up for me. From,
1: he was rarely up front by himself. He was always Palmer, Semenya, or Wells. Yeah, yeah, there
0: was options. weren't there around him. Yeah. I I would actually yeah.
1: go f- even go as a four. I don't know what Joe what Joe thinks. Um,
2: it's difficult. Like it. if we're going to be a sort of more mold striker, for it to work, could hold up play. I think your touch got to be there. If your first, if your first touches off it, playing that role up front in your own, your team are going to struggle around mm-hmm. you. And like you said a few times, he got a ball, and there was people around him. There was always Antoine there, Palmer there, and still nothing happened. So I wouldn't argue with a four. I thought a four would be harsh. Yeah, I think a four is harsh. But if he gave a four, I wouldn't, I wouldn't argue. With
0: what it. what was, annoyed? What was, was he any worse me? than Lansbury?
1: I think he was, yeah. and I'm, and I'm a massive Famara Juju fan. Yeah, no, I know you are. Yeah. yeah. So, um, what annoyed me the most is, is was just there was a lot of time where he just he seemed to be walking or yeah. not, not even jogging at times, yeah. when the ball was that far away from him, a Masengo or uh, even a Wells would be probably busting their gut to get that ball back. His uh, energy
2: wasn't you? there, was it tonight? His energy yeah. wasn't there at all. I know it was a breaking play. I think it think it's corner and it must have took about 30 seconds. For a whole 30 seconds, he had. He was bent over his hands on his knees. Yeah, yeah. he was. But, yeah. Oh, he's had too many minutes recently. I've not yeah. seen that for about 30 seconds. Yeah, so that's not that good point, true. bring that's on Sam yeah, At trip. that
0: point, bring on Sam Bell. Yeah. And, but I think, Patch, that's where it comes back to, and it, it seems crazy to say it, doesn't it? But that's where it comes back to what Fomara gives you from a defensive point of view. And, you know, you, you, I don't want my striker mm. being in the team for what he gives me defensively. I, and I, yeah, yeah. that's a fan's view of it, isn't it? Because obviously as the manager, you've got to look at it, all options. But yeah, yeah I, I, I as I said, I would have changed it. I would have put Naki down the middle and given given them something else to think about, something from a running point of view. Because I felt that's where we really got in them, was the press, would not it? Mm. Yeah, that's where yeah. we put them into mistakes. And Famara just doesn't give you that energy.
1: Yeah, okay. Well, I think um, I think you both want five, so stick with five. <laughs> and then the
0: gaffer um, is, is settling for a point the worst thing in the world from where we've come from. Probably not. And maybe because of the fact we've had the three wins away that we've had um, and we had a good performance the weekend. Um, but again, he, he, I probably it, it feels to me a bit like he, he he slipped below what I've been expecting of him of late. Um, so I'm going to go five for Nigel. Um, that's probably overcritical, but I did feel that was a game we could have won tonight.
1: Yeah, and I want to I want to be winning those games. And yeah, those, and I'm sure those, he does. But those, yeah. of course, of course. Yeah. But but those two late substitutions just seemed a little bit
0: backward. Yeah, me. Yeah, strange ones. And and like you've said, Patch, why have Sam Bell, Sam Pearson training on the bench? Give them an opportunity because you know what you what you and we've seen it with both of them, what you will get is all energy from both oh, of them. Oh, they
1: would have come on and run around much yeah. more than than certainly for, than we saw from family Yeah. Okay. Um that's the the football done. Joe, just uh, want to say congratulations on your first premiership try. Uh, on, on I think Friday night
2: yeah it was long time club, I think last year I was over the Troy line three times once in the final as well and two yeah, got yeah two <laughs> got this <laughs> out Mom was the penny to try and on the weekend when I went over and he went to go to TMO again I was ready I was ready to, was ready to <laughs> give up and uh, I didn't know if you've seen it but a Wasp player said to the ref don't bother checking ref was it try
0: that was oh, did he? Um, yeah, it was yeah. unbelievable. It was. It was so all he, on Twitter, wasn't it? Because of the yeah. fact that they said, "What great sportsmanship!" Yeah.
2: So you must have knew what uh, my bad luck last season for very good That's
1: brilliant, and yeah. obviously the Bristol Bears absolutely flying at the top of the league. And is, is that is that sustainable? Are you are you all? Yeah. You know, is there is the squad got that mentality and fitness to keep going at that pace for the rest of the season?
2: Yeah, and I think, I think next week will be massive because what's more impressive about where we are at the moment, past halfway stage and we've been missing, I think it was 16 players. That what happens to the Bristol teams at the moment, Bristol City and us. 16 <laughs> players were missing the last three or four games. And It's uh, not the
1: same grind, is it? It's not the same training ground. There's been voodoo. Uh, not, the which is curse.
2: Week, we got players away for Wales and for England so that they yeah. can't as well. Right. But um, it's been, what's more impressive, it's been a, everyone in the squad played rugby.
0: Yeah.
2: And, Our standards haven't dropped. Yeah, we're not hammering teams. There's been a lot more close games, but we're finding a way to win with different personnel, different players, different different systems. And we're playing whatever cards were dealt with injuries and people missing games. We're still managing to pick up maximum points. So, and next Mm -hmm. week, I think we've got nine players back and six Mm -hmm. of them have been playing in Six Nations. So there's six, six players that are world class. You know what I mean? So... But like 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 painful. Bristol
1: City, where where we had we've had all these injuries, and it's given people like Tyreek Backinson to come through and shine. Is that does that happen? And in, in terms of the rugby, do the do the players who have come in do they take their are they taking their opportunities?
2: Yeah, massively. That's I think next week will be difficult for the coaching staff, um, big time. Even um, a lot of pressure has put on our fly half Tiff Eden this week. People calling in media our fifth choice fly half. This and that as if they won prem game. And then he'd my man a matching weekend.
1: That's
2: awesome. So, and our back three, we probably got some of the best back three players in the world, all injured. And then um, the lad called Neasy comes in, Neasy at Ali Loken. I think that's how you pronounce it. And he's been brilliant. I don't know how you can drop him, but then next yeah. week we've got England players coming back. I say, how'd you drop him? But
0: it's good It's a good, good, dec- good decision to have, isn't it? You yeah. Know? Yeah. What can you tell
1: me, Joe, about this this internet sensation? Is it Lahif, Max La- Lahif, Lahif, Max, Max Lahif? Yeah, that interview. My God, so it starts with him, sort of, you know, in a plank position with his head up against the <laughs> against the post, yeah. and then he just starts talking, and then it's incredible. His vocabulary is incredible. Do you like yeah. that all the time?
2: Yeah, that's, what, that's what's brilliant because everyone like, everyone that went viral. I think it's three and a half million views as well now.
0: It's hilarious.
2: But, but that's Max. He, he is so weird, but wonderfully weird. <laughs> do you know what I mean? And that's what I love about Arbor's culture. Like he's like nobody else that I've met in my life, but he is hundred percent comfortable being himself, yeah. and everyone loves him for being himself. So you watch that video and you you've probably never heard anyone like him, have you? You never right. heard it seen him like that before in your life. Never. He's so intelligent, so he's, he's a crazy man, a brilliant player. And uh, you. I think I tweeted something like you get involved in rugby, obviously because you love it, and to meet people like Max Leheath from all backgrounds. I don't think i have ever met someone like Max Leheath if it wasn't for rugby, do you know what I
1: mean? What is his background? Where is he, where is he from? Uh,
2: he's, he's a posh boy, bit of a bit of a legend now. Yeah. Grew up in London, went to Wellington College. Um, grew, He played for a London Irish... For, away from the academy to about 25, I think. Then he went to Australia for a bit. Then he spent six years in a, a bath down the road. <laughs> signed for Clermont,
0: uh, right.
2: Yeah, signed for Clermont, and then um, he got there, and after a few weeks, they had uh, like a, a medical thing on him, and they uh, found something in his neck. Then he got got rid of him, he and they had a contract, and he came to Bristol, and uh, uh he's, He's low it, and we're low him.
1: Is that why he's planting his head into the post pre pre
2: uh, interviews? <laughs> he's, a, he's a prop, isn't he? So he's just getting into a scrum trip because he's a post, get his neck warmed up.
1: Yeah. Oh, fantastic. Fantastic. Perfect. What, what, one thing I, one thing I struggle with with rugby, Joe, and, and you can he- help me out is you guys are nine, ten points clear at the top. And you just
0: what I was going to ask, Patch. Yeah. <laughs> and, and
1: you, you, let's say you win the league by 10 points, you still don't win the championship. I, I, d- I don't get that part.
2: Yeah, it's mad. But saying that is, uh, I, I ain't really thought about that. I thought about a lot in the championship, to be fair, because you're chasing promotion. Mm. So back in the day, a championship, you won the league four times to get promoted. That's not. But uh, yeah, this, it's crazy. Uh, I ain't really thought about that, to be honest, because we're, we're so concentrating on. Don't getting... let it put you off. Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh... But is there any other sport like that where if you finish first, you then go into? You know another well, playoff I guess or baseball, you want to call like it. the
1: World Series and stuff like that. Is the top four go into a, like a World Series? I think I'm not not sure, but uh, yeah. But is that
0: based on geographical location? Okay? I don't know enough about baseball. Is that based on geographical or is it four within the yeah, same I think
1: the top four of the two the two separate leagues? But um... yeah,
0: which which again you kind of get... because I suppose that's a little bit I don't know is that a bit
1: like Champions League sort of thing? Yeah, Champions
0: yeah. League European, but but this is your bread and butter league season. And if you finish top, you finish top, don't you? And it should be, you're rewarded for that. And yeah, it's um,
2: you do get rewarded in some ways. So if you finish top, you get a home semi. If you finish first or second, yeah, you get a home semi. And then the biggest reward for it is you get to play a final at Wembley, eighty thousand people. We do doing at Wembley. So if yeah. you win the league, it could be, for example, that Newcastle miles yeah. away, six thousand people there. Yeah, we got a chance now. Imagine that feeling now. So the finals are trickling week after lockdown ends. I'm a pitcher now at the moment looking good for a home semi final. Yeah, and we'd be favorites for that in the home semi final. And then you're one game away playing in front of 80,000 people to win Amazing. for Amazing. your local Amazing. team. Do you know what I mean? So that, and and I
0: suppose you know at the start of the season that's you know that that is how it is, isn't it? So you, can- yeah. You kind of know where you are with it, but yeah, it, is, but it, is, um,
2: it does sound it, it does sound crazy. It probably is crazy that you're in the league and then don't want it. it but, it's, yeah. it's only
0: crazy for for
1: us as football fans because we 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 don't have anything like that. And I guess for rugby fans that they're used to it. And I I've asked, I've asked friends who are rugby fans to, to help, help me understand it. And they said, Mm. you just get used to it. It's, it's part of being a rugby fan. And particularly, as you say, when, when you're winning the league in the championship and not getting promoted, That that, that was insane. Yeah, um, because yeah, when I leave
2: by twenty three points, I think once, and then Lilla Welsh got promoted. it's so mental always. That is crazy. That is crazy. <laughs> Gut,
0: gutting, and,
1: yeah. and do you find? Do you find that obviously now you guys are 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 at the top of your game and so far ahead that that players are sort other teams are sort of raising their game when they come to Bristol or play against Bristol?
2: That's the hardest bit, I reckon. I think that's the hardest bit. I think every game. For example, we played Worcester not this week, weekend before. They've not won a game since the first game of season. And you wouldn't you play against these teams. It's like every game's a World Cup final now. But and um and it was tough. We only won and when in trying like four minutes left. Yeah. Like every game when you say every game's tough, I think the the rugby premiership is a bit like the football championship where every game is hard and there's no easy mm. games. Mm. I think in a premiership football, you you can say that, but when the Man Cities are playing a Burnley, they're usually a four or five nil on it. Mm. So uh yeah, I think that's the hardest bit about being not being the hunted, being a chase, do you know what I mean? That's the hardest bit. I've noticed it already.
1: It's awesome though. I I you know, I'm a football fan, but it's so good to see your home city doing well in any sport, particularly and rugby is obviously a massive sport, so Congratulations on the season so far, mate. And obviously getting your first Premiership try, you'll be getting the next one soon, I'm sure.
2: Oh, I don't know. Sekiro's don't get many, mind so. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: yeah, it's a great one. Uh, Matt, any any final thoughts or comments from you?
0: No, I was just looking to see whether uh, Nice Pearson had uh, had come through yet, and he hasn't. Um on, well, he, he hasn't texted you yet? He hasn't texted yeah. me yet, no. <laughs> City, City women have gone back to the bottom of the table. Oh, um, dear. Yeah. And Gregor had. Yeah, what did um, Gregor
1: give for Mara?
0: So he gave.
1: He probably gave him an eight or something. No,
0: no, he, but he did. No, he gave. So what I noticed was he's given Jack Hunt and Cessignon eights. Eights? Really? Eight, yeah. Um, oh, where's it bloody gone now? Hang on.
1: Nothing like live radio, folks.
0: No, I know. Yeah, sorry. Uh, yeah, but, but, Cessignon eight, Jack Hunt eight. Uh, you know, Palmer seven. What are you looking Andy on? Teletext, Palmer, I, know. <laughs> I know that's what it feels like. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to do the what was the old quiz on teletext cord. right? Here it is. Player reigns, uh, right. So he's gone Max O'Leary seven, Jack Hunt eight, Mariapa eight, Kalas six, Sessignon eight, Han Noah seven. How does Han Noah get less than Jack Hunt? In- Lansbury five, um, Palmer seven, Semenyo six, Famara six, <laughs> Naki seven.
1: Okay, well, he, he, I mean, he is, he's probably there, isn't he's he? He's there and
0: he sees the movement, like we've said, and he, but yeah. I, I not don't, I don't know that I would have given. I'll go back to Joe's point you know, did, did Jack Hunt and Cessnion defend any better than Mariapa and Callas? No, probably not. And did they really give anything going forward that created anything? So I, I don't know where the eights come from. I've got to be honest, mm-hmm. Gregor. I think you've, um, you pulled that hat too tightly over your head. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> it's Betty hat. Yeah.
1: Brilliant. Okay. Uh, well, let's wrap things up there then. Thank you again, Joe, for coming it's on. It's always, always great right. to, to chat to you and get that sort of different perspective in terms of the rugby and also to talk to you and, Long may the success continue at, at Bristol Bears. We've got yeah. Rotherham coming up on Saturday who are languishing, bottom,
0: if not well. Did they I was just read a tweet there saying something that they, they've had 25 players test positive for COVID in the last couple of weeks? Oh so really? I, 25. I yeah. How many players um, have they got? 23. I, I don't know what bigger squad they <laughs> have. Yeah, you do kind of wonder if there's any truth in that. If well, they've um, got th- yeah. They've they
1: they've only played thirty three games as well.
0: Yeah, yeah. They've um they got a load of games hand. I know it's Birmingham won tonight, so that yeah drops them back. So yeah, it's, um.
1: Okay, so we may or we've may got not to be
0: physical, have not we, the weekend? Because we know what what Rotherham will we'll bring to the table if it if it's uh, you know, limited, you know, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Okay, so we may or may not be back on Saturday with the bonus show. Is that what yeah. we're saying?
0: Well, possibly, yeah,
1: <laughs> brilliant. Okay, well, we may teach, we may speak soon. Um, yeah. if not, it'll be next week. But uh, well, thank you. Um, Go
0: on. What you, what YouTube podcast have you got lined up this weekend, mate? Well, maybe <laughs> the, one in Rotherham. The, I don't the know, those podcast been on the phone yet. <laughs> <laughs> they haven't actually, but they, they might be on
1: Saturday morning. I might send yeah. them your way this time. Can,
0: <laughs> you can, Just a you little, can deal with them. a little plug as well for, for Ben Meads Liverpool FA Cup. Yes, um, reliving that. I think Ben's, um. Ben's sort of YouTube that he's done in uh, he's, he's put a hell of a lot of work into it, but I think he's um, he's putting that out on Saturday 20th. after the Rotherham game. Yeah. yeah. But he's, he's spent some time with Tins, some of the other players, fans, views. So that'd be a really good listen.
1: Yeah. So Robin's on tour is the YouTube yeah. channel excellent good show, type. um once again thank you um to ollie slim and or clothing company do check those guys out on twitter for that retweet prize and we'll be getting that off to the winner and uh, yeah we'll be back soon thanks for listening everybody take
0: care take care guys see you joe cheers lads thank you
2: Flow. the gym.